0: Hey guys, welcome to the... Self evident podcast. I'm Mike. We have Massey Stud, and we have our special guest, <laughs> That's Roman right Watson. There, yes, truly the stud. Hello. you That's have in your right presence, there, yeah. man, Greek model here. Um, <laughs> it's okay, all of us need somebody to look up to. Literally, he's probably six foot 13. But um, welcome to the self evident podcast. What's going on? It's Saturday, 7 p.m. You are back with us this week. We're going to be talking to Roman. He has recently made the move out here to Florida from the state of beauty and palm trees and Straight beaches up. and movie stars. Um, Newsom, ooh, Gavin <laughs> Newsom. Too. Um, before we get started, be sure to check out our website, theselfevidenttruth.com. dot yep, com. Yep. Be sure to check out the new merch. We've got sweatshirts, we've got hats, we've got shirts. You are supporting the cause when you buy something. You sure. Are. Um, so let us know what you think. Be sure to share this, comment, give feedback. Even if you don't like it, give us a negative comment. Hmm. I'd rather have that than nothing, right? Yeah,
1: we want to know where you guys are coming from, so we're always open to talk, debate, whatever it is. Yeah. Or more discourse. Not so much debate, but more discourse. So just let us know. Uh, again, if you guys go on to 1776truth.store, that's where you'll find all the new product. We've got a new shirt coming out. If you guys have seen it on Facebook, if you haven't, uh, go on, there's a first shirt listed. It says, I have a pre-existing condition liberty <laughs> <laughs> hey i've got that my
0: wife dude, is the
1: bomb she thought of that one and we had it created and it and it looks really cool it's on black yeah. it's got the website on the back and everything and uh, again all the proceeds uh, go to a mexican family here in florida <laughs> Which shall remain. I'm getting <laughs> working, uh, mind you, mind you. working nameless. on the That's backs right. of white people.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Just Remember that. Shut up. Christian, <laughs> you're white. Right, I'm right, white. Right, right, right. Hey, hey. It's it off is what it is. We're, we're like whatever. a mixed crew. here. Yeah. Welcome to America. <laughs> we we're thinking Welcome about this. Welcome to America. Exactly. We we're thinking about this. How do we intro this? It's
1: like what are we not? We got, we got a Mexican, a black dude, and a white guy walking to a bar. Like, was that like a perfect <laughs> intro <laughs> or what? Uh, but go ahead and take it away, man. We'll see what uh, we'll see what comes out of this. It's gonna be fun. Yeah.
0: Let's go. So if you guys are ready. Roman, you ready? Ready to go. All right, let's do this. So, Roman, um, you have recently moved to Florida, right? Yeah. You've come here. You you felt called to move to Florida, uplift the family, bring them over. Um, You and I were talking before. I I had said, hey, let's just hit kind of the major points of why you left. And so starting off, I want you to just give a little background of who you are and then just give a quick synopsis of like, why you left, and we'll dig out each one of those. So,
2: wow, wow. Well, it's a loaded question. I mean, California, <laughs> we, we were there in Northern California. Uh, there's a large church there called Bethel that, that creates music. We play music, me and my family. Yeah. Um, it was, we, we were having the time of our lives, and, and, and everything was humming along. I own a business, I do some things with Google. Uh, I, oh, I have cool. a foot still in fashion, yeah. uh, which was my, my job for over a decade, my singular job. Um, And all of a sudden, there was a shutdown. And not only was the business shut down, which affected my business, but the church was shut down. And we we were really shocked because we never voted on anything. We didn't have a chance to let our voices be heard. And I think that one of my reasons for coming out here is... To do exactly what we're doing right now, which is to let our voices be heard. Because this is the United States of America. Yeah. That's what this country was founded on. And the fact that we can have different ideas in a time when I believe that this discourse you were talking about, Mass, yep. I think they're trying to shut it down. Absolutely.
0: it's It really, you know, you look at it, it's kind of, not kind of, in the truest sense, and I say this in the truest sense, it's a, a satanic movement or agenda of shutting down church discourse and, and slowly using government and and social pressure to start pressing. So one thing I wanted to ask you is the people around you. Yeah. So so you immediately kind of reacted like, yeah. this isn't right. This We're doing something wrong here by churches just saying, okay, we'll shut down what were the people around you doing? What, Hmm. what were they reacting, you know?
2: Yeah. Wow. Sheesh. I mean, there was really (laughs) a mixed, I think all of us at first thought this thing was legit. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as with the response, like, oh, 5%, I think those were the early graphs of what we saw for this virus. 5% of America could die. Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's be indoors. Let's, let's stay indoors. However, as time went on, and do you even know anybody that has a case? No, I don't. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm going to Costco, and there's thousands of people, literally thousands of people, and we can't even go to the usual businesses. We can't step into the house of God and express our hearts to God. By the way, that church that I was a part of, had close to, I would say on the conservative, nine to 10,000 people going through a weekend. Wow. So when you shut down to 100, you can see what operations are you going to be able to have.
0: What was the, the church's statement to their congregation about it? What did they say?
2: This is really tricky for me because...
0: I can see why. Yeah, I can understand. Because I, understand.
2: I, I so appreciate this ministry. We sing so many of the songs. Yeah. and I don't know, it's easy for me to say what I would do. There was nothing that was said. Really? There was nothing specifically that was said to address what was taking place, and it was, to date, for all of us, the most traumatic thing that had ever happened in our lives. Mm-hmm. We were literally watching friends of ours that owned business uh, failing. We, I knew that I immediately had twenty thousand dollars of contracts pushed out within the first five days. Ugh. Okay, they're just everybody called me up that could and said, "No dice, we don't know what's going on." Yeah. And and we went to the people that we own bills to, namely my mortgage, my car, all these different things, and there was forbearance programs. However, I knew if we are not, if, if I am not taking care of my family, which we have five kids, then this is not a sustainable situation. So I had visited this place called Stuart, Florida, <laughs> Represent. about six years before, yeah. And and I shot a call to my friend Todd, and I said, "Hey, what's going on?" And he goes, "Oh man, we're just doing great. We're we're just we're, we're, we have <laughs> we're a, just we we haven't <laughs> we haven't stopped meeting." Yeah. And I about lost it. I went, "What?" You've not stopped meeting. I got off that phone call. I said to my wife, let's go visit Florida. And that was the beginning. And because I went, man, we are, you know, we are a people like worship is who we are. Yep. And, you know, it was funny. A good friend of mine is a pastor, a local pastor in the area. They were making great online productions. He says, man, what do you think of these productions that I've been making? I I said, I said, it's like the cooking channel. Ooh. You're 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 doing something really beautiful. Yeah, it looks
0: really great, but I want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, and Massey and I had talked about you know, yeah, we're 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 not at all against if churches really felt called by God to yes. to shut down. That's we, their right. We support them. Right. That's, yes. that's where they feel the Lord is leading them. Yeah. Our, our struggle with it was exactly that of worship and, and coming together physically. There, there is an aspect <laughs> in the body of needing to come together yeah. physically, yeah you know that, that you lose on worship, especially in California when they yeah. start saying you can't sing yeah. right. even on your live cast, you know
2: this is this is the thing you, you start you start to smell something in the air. Something's fishy because right? you go they're not coming in the front door with this. How is there? And and by the way, right before that edict, and there's been forty of them, executive Ooh. orders by Gavin Newsom, forty. And yesterday, the top news was that there's a twenty billion dollar deficit that has been being covered up in California. I heard
1: something about. So, aren't s- they like a hundred billion in the hole right okay. now? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> so you
2: go you go. What is there a play to allow this state to be in such a bad place that the Bigger government has to come in and step in with money to deal with these things. Hey, all of that's above my pay grade. Yep. But I'll tell you this. For us people, a lot of times we really can trust our instincts. Yep. A lot of times we can feel there's something that's not right. Mm-hmm. And more than that, I begin to, as this, this governor would would issue these edicts, I begin to really think, wow, what's coming down the pike next?
0: Yeah. It was completely reasonable to I have that I think, too,
1: that, uh, like you, and, and people hear this word edict, and that's exactly what they are. It could look like law and smell like law, but it's not the... It's not law. It can't be law if it's not passed through the right channels. Yeah. Nowhere in any constitution does it give the governor or anybody, or, or I'm sorry, Congress or anybody, arbitrary right for the president to run something or the governor itself mm. or state or uh, county commissioners. Yeah. You, you just don't do that. There's no. And, and what the other thing that's frustrating about a lot of what's going on is they're not even listening to you. Right. So the people that are like, look, dude, we're cool. We're fine. Leave us alone. They're the ones almost not even listening to the people. They're just doing what they want to do, which is actually really scary because again, we don't have Kings. We have representatives and that's so important to talk about, man. And that's why I think in California, well, actually think about this, bro. A lot of people, we said this last week, a lot of people are leaving California, New Jersey, New York. They're leaving in droves right now and coming to states that are conservative. Now there's only one, Maybe hang up about that. Don't bring your politics <laughs> yeah, with you. You, you know what I mean? It, right? yeah. we, we have to be all the more stronger yeah. as as Christians. Uh, and and I don't even want to use the word conservative because it's kind of meshed with the Republican mess. Uh, and, and, and understand my heart and why I say that if you're new. Um, it's I'm not just a conservative for conservative's sake. I'm a constitutionalist, and we all should be. Yeah. We should all be word of God, Bible-believing Christians if we're Christian. Well, it's the same thing as a citizen. If I'm a patriot and a citizen... I read what's in the Constitution. I don't let the government go outside of its bounds. Yeah. That's my job to call it out. And it's not being mean; it's just holding people accountable, and that's our yeah. job, right? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> here's another question for you: In California, do you see? It, it, I think it just happened here with John MacArthur. You know, he comes out, uh, came out swinging. I, what I don't like is, I guess people have attacked him too. It's like you came out a little too late. No, he did what was on his conscience. If he if he stopped, he did what he did. Mm-hmm. Praise God, he got a victory in the courts. My whole argument was take it to the courts. Yes. They're not going to win. And yeah. someone said to me the other day, "Well, we just lost in California." No, 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 no. You you're eventually going to lose because it's like the first amendment will always win out. Yeah. What do you think that is missing in California? There are some people pastors who are constitutionalists. I know I know them. I've I've spoken out there before. What do you think that's missing out there right now that they need? And not just a quick answer, but what are they missing? Why why is it that they did stop or shut down? Because some did it by conscience, but let's be honest here. Most did it by fear. Yes. The government said, so we better obey the government. Yeah.
2: Wow. I mean, you know, I think that there is a political element to the body of Christ. And I think that this is a place that we have to check all of our hearts. Me and you have to check our hearts and go, am I going to allow the fear of man... Or the fear of God to dictate the direction of my life and and one of the reasons that that I look and go wow well you are in a largely democratic state you're dealing with a global audience much of which is in Europe in Australia these are Mm -hmm. liberal places yeah you'd like to think it's more than just it being bad for business
0: (laughs) it's you're absolutely right like you You've got to think beyond, beyond the direct, you know, yeah. and start looking at like, okay, what am I actually following here? And yeah. I was, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier today, and he was, he was kind of wondering, like, you know, how, what's going on here? What do you do? And I was telling him, look, the the church really has to wake up. Yes, and, come and on. Not just in a. Political revolution sense, Truth. like the church has to really draw the line of: Am I going to follow the mm, Lord, or yeah. am I going to follow the government? Because we've right. been so comfortable for oh, so long. There's the word. There it is. Both have have for the most part kept in line with each other: government and God. Right? Yeah. They, they, for the most part, government has just said, "Church, do what you need to do. Give or take, we respect what you're doing, and, and yeah. we're not going to mess with you." Now, all of a sudden, that's been erased. Now, all of a sudden, government I mean, started to turn against what yeah, the church is doing. The whole idea was our constitution
1: was meant to restrain government. That's, and, and here's, checks here's, and balances. Here's the problem. It's yeah. like we we elect them, and then they think they just, okay, I'm going to do what I think is right. Mm. Where did they get that idea from? Because we Ooh. put a lot of emphasis on the president, not on Congress, yeah. and the Congress is—I'm sorry, this is going to sound really terrible. I know they've been spineless from the jump. Oh yeah, what are they doing? Like right. seriously, are they telling the president or governors saying, "Hey, hey, we're, we're Congress here"? What about state Congress? You know, state governors, governments—I yeah. should say. Where are the Congress coming out and saying, hey, 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 governor, what are you doing? Uh, Lisa Keller just said, in Michigan, our governor has issued 168 executive orders.
0: Wow. Since the whole thing, she, what the she, heck? She's a dictator, Wow, man. I mean, this Wait, is we're...
1: insanity. Yeah. We didn't elect you so you could run, like, rule a nation. That's not your job. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> your job is govern, mm. not rule. It's yeah. govern, legit. Yes. yes. But to be honest with you guys... The declaration's clear when it says that they only get their powers from the consent of the governed. Yep. Are we governed by the Constitution? Are we governed by the Ten Commandments? Because we're only giving them what we allow. So it's not all on them; it's on us too. You know. Now here's the hope. There's a lot of hope right now because I'm. T- I just told Pastor Todd this. I don't know a pulpit right now that's legit that ain't preaching Second Chronicles right now. Come on, they're repenting. Yes, right. Now it's get educated. Yes. Be, be that King Hezekiah, be that kid nope. that goes and dusts the book off the law and start reading it and start giving it to the people yes. so that they understand how to fight. So that they understand that it's not against flesh and blood yeah. that legit. Our war is on our knees right now yeah. to give us the answers to go fight. Now, Here's what's ridiculous. I I, I just wrestled in in, in, a, in a conversation with my wife about this. You know what I hate is when I talk about God. People are like, oh, he's Christian. Oh, he's going too far in Christianity. No. If I don't depend on the living God, the way our founders did, we'll lose this war. We'll yeah. lose this battle. Yeah. I don't care if you're a libertarian. I don't care if you're a constitutionalist. I don't care what you are. They relied on the power of God to have a nation. Yeah. And I can't. I preach this message in colleges, high schools, churches. Yeah. The same message. It never changes. Right. So you can't come at me and say, well, you're coming at this from a Christian perspective. No, I'm coming at this from a founding father relational perspective where they said, we heavily rely on the protection of divine providence to get this done. Yeah. And if the pulpits knew that, oh, they'd be farther along than where they are. Hmm. Amen? Amen. All right.
0: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went off on a rant. That, no, there you go. No, that's, that's my good. rant. That's good. That's good. That's my rant for the <laughs> wow. day. Wow. Ladies and
0: gentlemen. So in California, did, did you notice for the most part the pulpits just kind of... In, in, Expound where you can, but did you notice the pulpits, for the most part, just kind of... Crickets. Was that what it really was? Was most of the pulpits were just kind of crickets and...
2: I heard, literally, I heard very good messages, very uplifting messages. However, it's always been my belief that the job of the man of God is to go into the secret place and hear what the Lord would speak mm. from His Word to His people yeah. about what is taking place. Yeah, this is on. what the whole job is is, is, is to not have that, not to have yesterday's bread, not to pop it in the microwave, yesterday's yeah, ideas, yeah. but to have relevant. So I began to be hungry. And this really, Michael, th- this is what really led me here.
1: I like that be- he called be- you
2: Michael. Be- because, because I came here, And I saw a church that was still worshiping. I saw Massey preaching. I saw momentum already. And by the way, that's a great word to people, is that when you find ministries and groups that are doing the things that move your heart, support them. Absolutely. Absolutely support them. So, so. There's one way I could support, which is financially. The other way, and this is what the Lord reminded me, because I, I came to Bethel and I thought, oh, this is my time to make money and I'll, my kids will be in good shape. And yeah. the Lord goes, no, you have to keep re-upping your membership. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you have to keep re-upping. This is the modern language for, man, what did he say? Yeah. Hey, yeah. if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily Yep. Yep. And and ease is the thing. So why, at, at the root of it, I really believe that it's harder to fight. It's harder to go against the flow. It's Absolutely. harder for us to do it. Yep. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we have to be willing like our forefathers did to say, Hey, yeah. listen, I'm in this room and yep. we'll go into this. I'm in this room because of Martin Luther King. That's why I'm here, bro. Amen.
1: I think that's probably one of the greater modern examples Aside from like a Thomas Massey and things, you know, I don't care where you stand on, he he at least is willing to say things, but you know, you have a guy who literally legit flipped a system, an entire economic system in his state, um, got people's attention and he did it through peaceful, loving means. Yes. Uh, You would know a lot of people didn't agree with him. You know, Malcolm X and these guys, a lot of the black Panthers didn't agree with his methods, which he didn't even like diss him. He was like, okay. But I'm going to continue. This is what God told me. Basically, is what He said. Yeah. And and you look at someone who literally flipped a nation. a nation, dude. You could not mm-hmm. deny that dude had an influence as Absolutely. a preacher. He was Come a preacher, on. man. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not just saying because he's a preacher. That's called favor from God. He knew what he was called to. Totally. He took it on. Robert yeah. Kennedy, same thing. I believe John F. Kennedy, uh, through all of his flaws and things, um, there was some righteousness there. And it was Absolutely. like they said at that time when those three were assassinated. A light went out in our country. Yeah, yeah. Because there was like they—they they were like the the three kind of younger, still you know respected the, the traditions, young lions. but exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And so you look at okay, where's our place right now? I don't want to follow a man. Yeah. yeah, you know everybody. Listen, this is going to offend some of you, and that's okay. I'm not trying to right because we've talked about this before. My hope isn't in Trump's election. Yeah. Gosh, no, man. If he if if he doesn't get in, oh my, really? Is that why we elect 535 members of Congress? Yeah. Is that why we need to appoint better justices to the Supreme Court? The president's not the end-all tell-all, dude. You know what I mean? And it's scary because we've made him a king or yeah. her a queen. Right. Legit. Like, oh, my gosh. If he gets elected, he's going to have her, and then he's going to die off. That's kind of the the, the talking game mm. right now. You know, Biden's going <laughs> Biden to die. Biden Harris. Yes. Harris is going to be the president. And it's like – Or we California. could just make sure yeah. that we have men and, <laughs> men and women of backbone – in Congress to stand for what that oath they swore to uphold and protect, yeah. right? Now that's my job. I'm the one who has to go out there and campaign for them, do my due diligence, make sure I'm voting, make sure to tell others to vote. Just like I would be out preaching the wow. gospel, same thing. All this is
0: proactivity. I, I would even go one step deeper on that, too, mm. is, is if... The church is not active in seeking the Lord, oh, standing okay, in righteousness, and standing exactly, in prayer. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and, and I want you to carry that thought. Yeah, you go for it. Yeah,
2: like, no, no. It's uh, so so. Back to Moses. This tendency goes all the way back to Moses. Yep. Where where God invited the people up into His glory. Everybody, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the mountain, and and the people looked at the mountain and they said. Moses, you go up there. That's true. And what we've been doing, and this is where the church needs to wake up, is we go, hey, we'll pay you to go up to the mountain because we believe that God is the better than Oprah. We know what he says (laughs) is true, but we don't want to talk to him. We don't want to talk to him. So we'll pay you well. You can have whatever life you want. Just go tell us what he says, and we will do it. And what are we doing? That exact same thing with the president, That's rather good. than being active, rather than us taking the journey collectively, That's
1: exact, dude, the president only is a representation of who we are Come on. as a people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I'm not saying Trump. I don't look. People are going to get you into this debate. Oh, he says this. He's this. Yeah. He he, he, sh- he, sh- he runs his mouth and all this other stuff. Well, look, there's two ways you could look at it. A, he runs his mouth, or B, he's actually saying something of merit and he's confronting an entire system because he's yeah. not a politician by any means, right? right? Thank God we didn't need one of those, right? That's why and he we got knew, in. We had, had enough that's of right. politicians. We knew when he was elected, he was not going to be a pastor. <laughs> right. He was a business guy. We knew that going into this, right? Nobody should have been shocked right. at how he does what he does because that's who he is. Now, there's a bunch of cool things happening like prophecies and stuff. That's great. But it's like, the people need to know that they can run for Congress themselves, and it's not hard. Yes. Read that paper, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's the Constitution, the Declaration, the Northwest Ordinance. Read, uh, read everything, the, the Articles of Confederation. Read the Federalist Papers. Read debates on why the Constitution was so important to restrain the federal government. They weren't just re- restraining the federal government. They were restraining the passions of men because they're just like you and me. Mm -hmm. And with a lot of power, dude, you can do some crazy things. Absolutely. And we've seen it in history. It was just seven years ago Hitler existed. I know it's an extreme. People will take this out of context. That's an extreme case. But, dude, you're seeing it today in other countries. Why is it that in in, in North Korea, what's his name? Kim Jong-un. Everybody worships this guy. He's the dictator of the nation. Yeah. Castro, dictator of a nation. Iran, 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 dictator of a nation. China. I'm serious. So, like, we're seeing this happen and happen. Is that what you want? People are like, well, how come we're not like other countries? Have you lived in other countries yeah. with the freedom
2: that you <laughs> Is, tasted
0: here? Isn't that funny that the the people of God even said, we want to be like the other nations? Right. Right. They, they had, a, it had a very, uh, for lack of a better word, libertarian system, right? Yeah. They had a very open, free, liberty-style system of just having the judges. And they were the ones who went to God and said, no, 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 no. We want a king. Yeah. We want a ruler over us. And we're doing the exact same thing. And I, with the church, it's, it's so vital that the church, especially right now, figures out whether they're going to follow God or continue just yep. getting <laughs> along with man. Because yep. the time is over for us to just get along with man. Dude, seriously.
1: Right? When Washington became president, they asked him to be a king. Wow. He didn't want that. Yeah. That's what they just left. Why would you want that? Yeah. Why would you want someone to rule over you? Um, Paul Garner just said this the majority of the American people are looking for an authoritarian authoritarian champion. Yeah. And it's true because every again, we've said this a hundred times. Everybody wants a silver bullet. Right. It's crappy now. Can we just find something to just fix this real quick so I can go back to my life? Right. When you realize your life's not going to be the same anymore once you get involved. It's mm. funny, man. The more knowledge you get, the worse it gets sometimes. You feel like, gosh Lord, there's so much to fight. And you have to go before God saying, Lord, what is my place here? What am I called to? We just talked about that earlier today. What lane do you want me to plow right now? Because if that ain't working, I'm fighting in the flesh. This is ridiculous. I'm just going to keep doing what everyone else is doing. I don't want to do that. I don't want us to be a podcast that just talks about the modern issues and says, it's the Democrats. Right. The Republicans do it, too. Absolutely. This is you can't keep saying that yeah. the Republicans are just as guilty of deaths of babies and, and, a, and a national debt. Let's get real, folks. You can't keep brushing the stuff under the rug. Absolutely. You can't. And you know what? This may turn some people off. It's OK. And you should be until you start to realize and do your own homework. It's not the man that I trust. It's God, and until they put their trust in God, or actually at least have some kind of morality, it won't change, and it can't change. I don't want us to be the same thing when we go out to speak. You know, Are you going to go into that high school and talk about God? Yes, because that's what's going to set them free. Why can't we do that, and why am I called too far on the right for doing that? Absolutely. Why, why is it that a church, when it opens its doors, now we're being told— that we don't care about people.
0: <laughs> you, wow. you don't care about lives. Bridget. So
1: if, if, if you have a contradiction <laughs> against something going on, you're racist, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe, but now you don't care about people. Why are they turning against a Christian? When it's God that talked about love, no other person talked
2: about love the way Christ did. Yeah. But he's the one on the hot seat. That was MLK's dream. That was his whole dream. The whole you know? dream that was given to him was not this identity politics that we see. We're seeing identity politics for the very purpose of dividing and conquering. This is the plan to keep us from uniting as a people, to keep us from being active, to keep us, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics. These are the two things we need to be discussing. This is the time to talk about them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the cool thing is that the mask is slipping, right? Everybody's actually all of this stuff is fresh on their minds. So, yeah. you know, one of the, the questions that I wanted to ask you before we get into more of the, the identity stuff is when you got to Florida, what was your your sense, your reaction, your your thought? When and I'm not trying to plug Revive as like the church, but yeah. our doors were open. And, Absolutely. And our, our, Todd was taking a stand. So I'm curious, like when you came into that, environment what was the reaction what was the feeling what especially the contrast you know
2: wow well this the, the first thing that i was unexpectedly met with was right when that mask mandate was passed and, and my kids had a pretty strong reaction to that and i deal with businesses i happen to walk into a business and uh and and there was a strong reaction to me walking into the business however what I realized was that there was a group of people I realized I must go upstream with our ideas. And this is where for many people out there that you, this is the time to, to ask yourself that question. What am I called to do in this hour? What is my role for me? It was leaving behind California. It was leaving behind a beautiful house that was on a hill. It was, it was leaving behind our family to, to go, Hey, you know what? If it's, if it's in times, if it's, you know, people have been trying to get the times right for so long, but I'll tell you this, I want to be about God's business yep. and I want to be running with people that are doing and saying and acting in ways already that I believe in.
1: Amen. And I think too, it's, it's, I think that the, when you look at what the founders pledged their lives and fortunes on It was for their kids. Hmm. Everything they did was for their family. And and it's it's my family, my 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 dad, my brothers, whatever, you know, will never understand. Just like I won't understand what why they do what they do, they'll never understand why you fight. Your kids may not even understand it right now. Hmm. But they'll realize it in the future, dude. He was trying to do what was best for us. We just didn't see that. Yeah. And the problem is is when we focus so much on comforts Hmm. and worldly possessions. And, And 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 that happens with any family. I'm not saying that's what you did with yours. I'm saying that when we do that, it's hard for us to sacrifice ourselves to the will of God Hmm. to walk in something new and completely different. And I think that's probably the scariest thing is, you know, focusing so much on what the world has to give us. And then when God calls us to something, we don't have that pleasure or that, that righteousness to do it because we can't, We, you know,
0: we get used to these comforts. So I was actually reading an article today. Right. Um, and, the article was about and through the words of a Marine who was doing the, the Pacific arena during world war II. Mm. what they were doing was basically hopping from Island to Island, trying to push the Japanese off those islands as they made their way towards the mainland. And he was talking about one of these islands, which was considered the toughest battle in all of world war II mm-hmm. in both arenas. And It talked about just the absolute devastating grind to be in that situation for a month plus. And this was like not just no shower, no brushing your teeth, but like caked in dust and mud in the scorching heat and Mm. bloat flies like, like or bot flies or whatever flying over you at all times and just corpses all over the place and you are sweating so much that your socks are soaked and dripping, but you can't change them because you don't have time and shells coming down on you constantly and hearing that, that whiz and whine of the shell. And hmm. basically like you ever, you ever been super nervous when something's about to happen and you just like, you grit your teeth and your heart rate goes up and you're tense. Like having that every time you hear that whistle and you know, bullets whizzing and just for a month straight in the physical and emotional and mental exhaustion of this situation right and then he gets back and people are getting mad about the bus line being too long come on or or stubbing their toe or yeah. you know like getting mad because their flight got delayed yeah and yeah. we get so spoiled when we're comfortable Wow. When we're in comfort, when we we get spoiled, and my fear is, and I know I've said this before, that's where the church is at the moment. Is we're just we're so asleep wow. and so comfortable, we don't know what it's like to really grind and push and and be fight. pressed again and, and fight mm. and get persecuted, right? Yeah. And so we're in that stage of having to wake up and having to catch up, which is doable. It's yeah. completely possible. But the voices. Of the leaders of the church have to say, look, this is now now. where you start drawing the line of, are you going to be comfortable and try to create normal again and hope that you can wait out the storm and then everything will go back to normal? Or realize this storm isn't going away. It's going to get worse. You better start putting oil in your lamps and start getting prepared and and walking the tough walk. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Guys, we're really sorry. Our video keeps freezing up for some reason. Um, and We don't know why that is, uh, but I think the audio is still going so you can st- people can still hear us because uh, I'm seeing the auto uh, captions and stuff like that. So okay, forgive cool. us. Just keep listening. Um, we'll try to fix this as soon as we can here because it just keeps freezing. Yeah. The video does anyway. So, I mean, on a different note, I think that there's um, there's a lot of hope. And, you know what we're seeing out there. We talked about this a little bit last week, but I kind of want to highlight this, dude, is, you know, you're 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 into worship. You did that for uh, you know a long while. Uh in you know, your kids are extremely talented, you know, and such Thank a good you. family. Your wife's amazing. Uh just really good people, man. Uh going out to a restaurant with you guys really showed me a lot about <laughs> you know who you guys are and just able to talk to them and see their dreams and what they're thinking about your kids you know yeah. and uh stuff like that and we had to fight the mask mandate and <laughs> I acted like a complete fool <laughs> guys i was like shoving the mask underneath my chin like is this a food catcher cuz i didn't bring one in they're like we have to sell you one sir and i'm like what you know and so yeah i was like i was acting a fool though dude like i was cocky you remember Yo, i was yeah. like rebecca probably thinks i'm a heathen what kind of assistant pastor is this you know and uh but it was funny because the kids were were like i ain't wearing no mask and i'm like my that's my people right there But back to the point like as as worshipers um look what's happening in oregon hmm. california yeah and as they move up the coast and you know what they're doing and uh praise god for dudes like sean Foyt. you know on. that wow that that it's Beautiful. so crazy because he came out of left field when he when he started to run for yeah. office yeah. it's like i'm there you go like yeah. look, I can champion you all day long. And we did, we promoted him and, and did our best to, you know, it would have been great to have him on the podcast. We just couldn't, we couldn't, uh, couldn't contact him, but just to see that, Hey, he's taking this to the streets. Now he's bringing out people like Chris and hall and all these things that are speaking nationally to these people, yeah. not just worshiping, but now they're educating people at the yeah. same time. What do you think's happening right now, man? This is pretty cool. This uh, is
2: pretty cool, man. It is. It is so exciting. And what I see too is, Is it's that it's that what's the best way into the city? You know, Sean didn't get elected. He ran for office. It didn't happen. Did it stop him? He goes, you know what? This is who I am. I'm going to take what I have (laughs) proud. I'm not, I'm not going to look at what the limitations are. I'm going to take what I have and I'm going to go out and I'm going to do what is my identity. And I believe he's reaching the next generation, which is something that's really big that I love what Self-Evident is doing because we've been losing our next generations. And it's so funny because as a poor kid growing up, I was like, my kids are never going to be without. But I forget that I got that paper out when I was 11 years old because my mom couldn't afford Air Jordans. So so a, a big part of my character I that, that I want to give to my kids, you. they don't even know that, that they've never been without. Yeah. They don't even know that that. that that what's on their feet or how much the lessons are or soccer, all these different yeah. things.
1: Yeah. Um, what you're saying that there, um is is kind of part of the american spirit is this idea that i can succeed yes and and that you know hey i grew up in poverty but you know and it is there's nothing wrong with it um in in the righteous way and taking care of your family and you know it's funny i i find this funny you know like when we started uh this ministry why was it wrong to start this and fight for this and work hard for this and sleep and have sleepless nights but if i was to do that with business everybody'd be like oh that's what you got to do Right. You know what I mean? Like not for, Christ, to make it. not for Christ, not for Christ, not at all. Right. Right. But when it comes to business, because you're seeing the monetary value yeah. of it, this, you don't see any value sometimes except later on when people are like, man, you remember that message you preached six years ago, mm. dude, that changed my life Or, dude. you remember that word you gave me two years ago, man? Now look what I'm doing. You know, yeah. you remember that little event that you did with 10 people? Look what's happening now. You know? Um, and, and you see, uh, well here, let me just read this comment here. Lisa Keller from Michigan she's she's a faithful uh, she's heard us before and uh she said we've encountered too many people in the church who claim that the fo- that following the authority or the directives of our government is the Christian thing to do what do we say to that wow
0: I want to throw that to Roman
1: well here's why because <laughs> what I was just saying is in the right hands in the right mind frame success is not wrong yeah Christ warned about riches but to those who would not do anything with it in the kingdom of God same thing with the rich young ruler here we have a bunch of people, like she said, we've encountered so many pastors, church people that say, "Look," and she didn't say past; she said church people, um, that don't know that straight up Moses confronted a king. Yeah, David, Daniel, and Daniel confronted kings. <laughs> right. So did David. <laughs> All David, prophets. All the prophets, yeah. were All yeah. the sent prophets to confronted. Kings, Dude, right? Paul yeah. went
2: to uh, to hear it. I went back to build the wall. John the
1: yeah. Baptist, put, you know, literally called Herod an adulterer. Right, you know? and it's like th- th- this isn't authority for authority's sake. It's for the Lord's sake if you read Titus 2, if you read 1 Peter 2. You know what I mean? Read the scriptures. It'll tell you what to do. You know, as a matter of fact, when you read Romans 13, verse 8, it actually says this, Oh, no man anything but to love one another because he who loves one another has fulfilled the law. Listen to the next one. For, for, uh, for this thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness, he said. And if there's any other commandment aside from that, love your neighbors yourself. But why is it they can do that in politics? Right. No, if they're doing that, my duty is to reprove that and make sure that they're either a repentant or B move. And if I'm serious, if they would just read their scriptures. And I think Lisa, the problem is we're not reading the scriptures anymore. And you know what? We don't like old preachers, Mm. the ones who stood in these things like, like the, the, the John Edwards is. And you know what I mean? Uh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? It was just on the tip of my tongue. You know, guys that that used to be Christian, like the Knoxes and and, and the Wilberforces, who actually took the Word of God to the streets and into politics, right? Absolutely. So what would you say to the church people that say, hey, this is only God's will. I have to obey the authority no matter what. What would you say?
2: Yeah, what I say is that we don't fight the way the world fights, but we're called to fight. You you wouldn't have to put on armor if there wasn't a battle. You wouldn't need a sword unless someone was trying to kill you. This is what's important. So we fight for the hearts of men. And this is why Jesus changed the world. This is why Gandhi adopting the nonviolent, the turn the other cheek, see God's ways work, whether you acknowledge him or not, he turned the other cheek. He broke the caste system within India. This is what Martin Luther King, who had another contemporary MLK. It was Martin that changed the world with the simple dream that he got from God, that he expressed. So we can let our voices be heard in this time. Yep. We don't fight like the rioters fight. That's not how we fight.
0: Yeah, it's unchristian to do yeah. that. That it
2: is unchristian to do.
0: Absolutely. And my response would be, we have to decide, is is our faith going to be something that is just a, a recognition of knowledge? Right. Or is it an actual... Um, change of heart and actual behavior and actual movement or activity. So I want to ask you this question because it's gonna help prove my point because I, I have an idea of what you'll answer. Okay. What value do you think worship plays in the spiritual walk of a believer? Hmm.
2: Dang. Wow. Well I mean Deep. I think we, we have some biblical precedent. We know yes, that we that that there was there was a guy who stuck the worshipers in a military conquest Mm -hmm. in the front of the battle. Wasn't that Jehoshaphat? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Place the worshipers in the front. Okay. And that was a literal military conquest. We know that it's impossible. The Bible says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What do we have? We have people that are depressed in this time. We have all of the statistical things suicide going up drug yeah. abuse going up divorce going up all of these things see this is the reason why worshiping and coming and magnifying the Lord has never been more important and I want to bring it home for people as far as as saying you what what can we do what can we do to all of us need to ask for us it was a move to Florida for us we were we were going you know what This is what we're going to do. We're going to join with people that are still worshiping, that are letting their voices be heard and make an impact in our lives. And I think every one of us, if you walk away with nothing more from today, ask yourself, God, what do you have for me to do in this season? This is one of the most important things that we can do. It's not enough just to throw money at it. I got to get in the game. I got to get on the
0: field. Yeah. And... Thing. When when we say that to other believers, right? So, yeah. so Lisa's question was, you know, when you're talking to other Christians who are like, we need to follow what the government says. My if, if I was facing across from another Christian who's saying, Well, we need to close down because we need to do what the government says, I would I would say you have to decide if you're actually going to live out your faith or recognize it as a knowledge right now there's a difference and that's why i asked you about worship Mm. right because worship is a Uh, very active spiritual thing yes it is and the the difference between knowledge and actually living actively is you recognize the importance of worship as opposed to just singing songs to the lord absolutely right worship has a spiritual value to it yes and if you're told you are not allowed to worship You have to have spiritual eyes to see that that's not just you being told, hey, don't (laughs) sing because you're spraying corona. Right. You're being told, don't sing worship to the Lord, right? Don't speak, don't sing worship to the Lord because Satan. Satan is the one telling you not to worship the Lord, right? So when we start seeing S. things, yes, when we start seeing things in spiritual eyes, we start to realize that the Bible is not just waxing poetic. Right. The Bible is actually just good telling us truth. Yeah, it's not just good ideas. It is active truth that you're supposed to actually connect with. Yeah. So then you can see when the government tells you, don't meet. Just don't mean yep. you see with spiritual eyes, you go, That doesn't sound good. Mm, what you're sure. telling me is forsaking the community of oh, the brethren. Shoot. That's a problem. That's a problem. Right? And and so if I was sitting across from another Christian who was saying, We need to close, I would say, Why are they telling you to close? Well, to keep people safe.
2: Why isn't is Costco funny?
0: open? Yeah, why is why is Costco open? And why are it, there
2: riders? I mean, protesters.
0: Isn't that funny that <laughs> you're you're willing to sacrifice the value of what you get of being a part of the body and saying, "Well, I'll watch on video." Yeah,
1: exactly. And you know, Kevin McDonald just wrote something here. He said, "Worshippers are the spearhead to, uh, to make way for battle." Um, when you can't go with joy to battle, come on, you lose. Yeah. And uh and it's funny because uh guys we're just putting it on the screen right now so just listen to the audio. Um, cuz unfortunately it was freezing always on mic. Hey. I mean the, the beauty the camera just drew knows. it over yeah, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rugged handsome right. <laughs> uh what is that? Uh, pride goes before destruction. Haughty spirit before a fall, brother. That's I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, that's true. I think I think in a lot of ways we lose, uh, uh, listen to this Carol Hayes said, this worship is one's spirit and unity with God's spirit so much more powerful corporately. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that when you see what Daniel did, um, right when the edict was written to pray, he then went and prayed to his yeah. God. Yeah. And it's like, that's not defiance. They are being defiant against God. We will say this guys looks the motto of self-evident and our podcast is live liberated. Yeah. No man can tell you how to, how to worship in your conscience. No person can tell you that. And listen, why is it that they're hurling uh, 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 accusations against you, right? But we can't say anything back. Why is it that they're so willing to just hurl things at you? Man, if you're a Republican, yeah. you're this, you're this, you're Or if you're a conservative, you're this, you're this, you're this. And we just kind of take it and we, we conform our lives to it. Yeah. And now we're talking about, man, we can't say that no more because of this. No, dude look they're gonna keep doing this until the gospels eradicated till they can get rid of it yeah. because the bottom line is dude, to a person who's not a believer the Bible is contrary to them it just is the spirit of God is contrary because it's a nat- the natural man can't receive that mm. he's not spiritually awakened the Bible says yeah. that's the problem and so we can't shrink the line or go backwards we have to keep the line moving forward. Right, uh, Jody Stanton just said, "Worship without masks, without distancing, it really does make a difference." Yes,
0: uh, if 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 you weren't allowed to give other people a hug, or to lay hands on another person, right? If you actually believe in the movement of the spirit, you believe exactly what the Bible is telling you. Laying hands on people is a very important part of the faith walk as a right. body. Right now, all of a sudden, you're be told, "Don't sing." Don't get close to each other. Don't touch. Don't lay hands. Right? There's something there that Christians right. have to be aware of.
2: That's exactly right.
0: Go ahead. You're gonna no, no. They bre-
2: they breached the word of God. We are, we, we, we have, we do not just go off of our ideas. Thank you. See, leadership for us comes when we say follow me as i follow, follow. christ. Come on, Thank dude. Okay. Thank you. This is we we are not cowboys that we just hey we're just we're just going to make this up. We're not just going to hit the the popular topics. This idea of who we are and what we do is modeled from Jesus, our yeah. savior, and is modeled in the word of god. Amen. And this is what we adhere to and we follow all of the laws of man as long as they do not contradict the laws of God, Come on, in dude. which case we have an obligation to stand up against yeah. because we already have a king.
0: And we, I think where people get confused. Did you hear that? Now that is we, a highlight, ladies exactly. and gentlemen,
1: right there. You cut that. You hear that? <laughs> you cut that part. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Amen. Go ahead. I'm and, and
0: people, I'm uh, trying to collect my thought, people, I think where people get confused is If it's not part of the Ten Commandments, they're like, well, is this really a command of God or is it not a command of God? Like, is worship really a command of God? Is is laying on hands really a command of God or is that just something that we do that's a ritual? Yeah. yeah. And that's where actually knowing scripture, right? We always talk about the Lord himself says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. If you don't have knowledge and wisdom about the things of God, then you will perish because you don't understand what is important in the process of being a Christian and following through. Yep.
1: Yep. Lack of preparation. What is that?
0: Uh, poor
1: preparation is, what is that? What's that saying? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Poor preparation is, or planning to prepare is, oh man, I can't. Man, you blew it. it. That ain't a highlight. That (laughs) That ain't a highlight right there. No, that's not it. I'm just saying. But um, (laughs) one of the other
1: things, too, guys, is the, the Holy Spirit is not a substitute for a lack of preparation. You can't keep saying, "Lord, I need you," and you're not ready to prepare yourself in knowledge in the Word, uh, experience in preaching the gospel, experience in uh, going out, laying on hands, experience in the prophetic. All these things sharpened. You cannot ask the Lord to do what you're not willing to do yourself. You can't, because people say, "Well, He won't give you anything more than you can handle." That's crap. He that's why you have faith. Of course, you can't handle it. That's why he gave it to you. It's in your hands Why do we have a burden for America? I don't know. Can I change it by myself? No, but I know the one who can and so yeah. We're willing to fight for that because dude, I didn't just get this burden overnight We fight because we see what God's done in the past again You go to Hebrews 12 we like we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who literally subdued kingdoms. Wow. okay Well, here we are Why can't we, and we can, I'm sorry, why can't we? We can believe in this. I can go to prayer with this and say, Lord, I'm no John Knox. I ain't, but I'm just Massey. Can you just use this to go do that? I'm cool with that. Can you use Revive Church to go change the city and the territory? Yes, he can, because he ordained it and he called it. And this is what should give you hope. It's not that the end times are coming, but that you still have time to change something. You still have time to develop the story of what God's going to do in your life for other people. That's the hope, man. Like, I don't care. Like legit. I don't care when he comes back. That's never on my mind. Never. You know why? Cause he's going to come back.
2: Yeah. What do you want to be doing? Yeah. Like, come on. It's destiny versus assignment. Yeah. Right. We, we, we can't confuse our destiny with our assignment. This is so huge. You know, we, God has told us, and by the way, New Testament, Matthew 28, the great commission not just anything he said hey go out into the world make disciples of all nations truth baptizing them in the name, in the name of, the of the father, father and yep. the son and the holy spirit Come on. teaching them to do and observe all the things which i have taught you yeah. of all the words that jesus chose he chose disciples okay That was the word in that is discipline. My character is the sum of my disciplines. This is what we have to teach to our next generation. That says, don't judge me, bro. Right? We are the sum of the disciplines in our lives and the disciplines that we choose, as it says in first John, Hey, his commandments are not burdensome. They're not when you, when you when you, when you, when you, when you follow God, when you follow the instruction of someone and everything goes great in your life, right? This is who our God is. He knows what he's talking about. His ways work.
1: I, I love that, that his commandments are not burdensome. And if you love, it's not a burden for you guys to love your wives and husbands. Yeah. It's not a burden to love God and obey what he says. Here, I'm not supernatural, but my wife and I, when we make a decision and she's like, okay, I'll submit to that. Or uh, I say, you know mm-hmm. what? That's a great idea. I'll, I'll use that. When we go f- back and forth, mm-hmm. there, it's a beautiful synergy that happens in because we learn to trust. We learn, hey, we've walked through this before. God's provided. Imagine getting that kind of response from a supernatural God Wow, that loves you, that says, hey, mm. I want you to go do this, and I'll be there every step of the way. I'm not going to leave you forsake you. And by the way, you've been given all authority on heaven and earth, just like I gave my son. That same yeah. inheritance is on you. Hmm. Come, Come on, dude. <laughs> there it is. Pretty That's good. the answer. So it's like, <laughs> why can't we believe and again, we've talked about this a hundred times, guys. It's true. Uh, uh, Jody Stan said, "Touch is huge, dude." There's a reason he said, "Lay hands on the sick." Yeah, you can't change that, dude. There's something about being in front of somebody. There's something about when he grabbed the Centurion's ear and put it back on his face on his, on his on his head. There's something about that. He felt the touch of God when that happened. Let, mm. That's unique. It's different. It's yeah. not the same thing as just praying for someone over the internet.
0: Let me let me ask you this. And this this and is, I'm not saying that's this, bad. This is real world illustration. That. Yeah. And and if you have a believer across from you and they're married, this is a perfect illustration. Ask them. Okay. Would having to be a world apart from your spouse for two years. And only getting internet connection with them, would that be the same as being in the same room face to face with them? No. No, not at all. Not at all. You would you would still move away lacking. Mm-hmm. Something would be mm-hmm. missing in your heart. You Very would still be bro. missing them. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's even worse because you're looking at them, but there's no physicality between the Absolutely. two of you. Legit, there's no dude. connection. There's no mm-hmm. union between you. Mm-hmm. So why do you look at the church and you tell the church, you'll be just fine online? <laughs> That's crap because it's 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 percentage, like of a fraction of the real connection. That's right. I said crap, I'll say it again. I've even got my son saying crap, dude. Like you'll walk around, that's crap. I have an influence. Oh goodness, my I kid have is an influence. Right? Uh, my tentacles have come <laughs> in and ripped apart his brain. But but you look at the church and you have people saying, Well, we're doing online. Yeah. That's that's okay. a Fraction of the true nature do, of physicality. But you're limiting the I'm telling you, man, you're there's limiting some potential. It's
1: really odd because we were just talking about this with like the, the some of the denominations. Yeah. What did you say about that? The denominations. It's not that they don't love God, they just limit the Holy Spirit.
2: Absolutely. You remember what you said? Yeah, yeah. I, I said that basically the Holy Spirit is going to move as much as you give him room to move. Yeah. If if you are preaching the word of God, the Holy Spirit will quicken the word of God. But if you're not having freedom in worship, then there's a limitation there. Mm -hmm. If you have freedom in worship and the word of God, but you're not allowing the gifts to move, then you also have a limitation. If you're allowing prophecy to flow, see, you're just getting, it's like notes. It it always comes back to music, Mass. Always comes (laughs) back to music. It's like notes. It's like notes on a keyboard. Okay. It's, it. If you you can play a couple of chords or you can open up the entire expanse,
0: Absolutely, this yeah. is what
2: the gifts allows the Holy Spirit to do. It allows him to move in all of these beautiful facets in which he has given different people abilities. Yeah. That's also another part because it's igniting different people. What if I don't preach, but I prophesy? Right. Yeah. And, what? And, and oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. Go, no, no, right. no. Do your thing. I was, I was just going to say, and buttoning. there's a
0: lot of people who get hung up on, well, I can't prophesy. So I'm useless. Or, right. Or, I can't preach like so-and-so. So I'm useless. Th- that's such a lie because such a lie. And Paul covers this in Corinthians that not all parts are made the same, but all parts are important. Right. Yeah. The eye doesn't look at the foot and says, well, you can't see. So therefore you're useless. Right. If you don't have feet... The pinky toe. You If you don't have a pinky toe... <laughs> you can't even you run. You can't run, You can't. Right? <laughs> you can. If that you don't have feet... funny little pinky toe. It's not that you can't get around, but hey, it's a little yeah. more difficult. Yeah. And, and I say this in all kindness, but if you look at stairs... Yeah. And you don't have feet, you have difficulty with stairs. You have nubs. You have nubs. So <laughs> not a cap, but... Bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> This is I mean, live, we're, folks. We're, we're not here this is to, live. We're, we're not like thinking yeah. sometimes, okay? <laughs> we're not here to insult those without feet. What I'm saying is you have struggles, right? Each mm-hmm. of us has struggle if we have a disability, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And so each part plays its role. Cause guess what? You have the apostolic leaders who just cannot pastor. Mm. That's not an insult to them. They just, they it's don't. Part their... they, it's just not part of their makeup yeah. to really connect yeah. with each person mm. and draw them in that's and good. lead them along in their personal relationship. But that's why you're the, needed. That's why you're needed is to be there with that person while the apostolic has the vision for where the group is going. Right? Yes. Everybody plays their part. It's just so many Christians go, well, I don't prophesy or I'm not apostolic. So therefore I have no gift and it doesn't matter. Right. You're buying into a lie.
2: You're buying into a lie. What makes you come alive? What do you have passion for? Right? This is a good indicator. And, and a lot of times people will come up to the pastor or the apostolic leader, and they'll say, hey, you know what we need to do here? Because <laughs> <laughs> they've never thought of that okay? before. Well, and here's the funny part. My pastor uh, back in Oregon used to say, oh, you should do that. And that's exactly right. It because you're, you're yeah. being high, something is being highlighted yes. to you that you actually have a gift mixed to fulfill. Yeah. It's actually the Holy Spirit. it's 100%, not and, 100%. and and we we need to stop thinking of the Church as a place that we go. The church right now is on self evident and is live. This is what the Amen. church is doing. That's we right are the that. church, yeah we the we're church literally... is talking about the United States of America,
1: yeah, and just to just to follow that, there's people that come into church and say, Well, you know they're missing that or they mm, don't have that, yeah. or that's not there yet, or this isn't yeah, that's not to nitpick. That's for you to go do. Come yeah. on. Like you're ha- you're up. seeing something that's already changing. That's why you see it. Like to me, every time I hear someone say, we don't have that yet. It's already changing. They just don't see it. Yeah. It's wow. like the Holy Spirit reveals it. And it's like, okay, go pray now so that we change it the right way. Yeah. So that that can be something that's a part of us so that we can see the change that we need to see in the community. Because again, like we're supposed to become all things to all men, but the church is a different. It's it, that's its own entity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Some churches specialize in, in in that healing, or some like a Bethel. They're they're all worship. I mean, we know them for their worship. Now they do a lot of other things. Yeah, but it's like they're known for their worship. That's absolutely. What, that's kind of their thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're word and spirit. We, we that's just what we do at the church. Uh, and 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 it's again your, your duty. Golly, how can I say this without? Uh, sounding mean because I'm not trying to sound mean at all. It, it, no matter how I say it, it's going to sound mean, quit trying to be a a, 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 a what what's what's a good word? Um, I've said it before, um, a counselor or a you know uh, someone Critic? who just gives advice. Yeah,
0: Critic.
1: be a doer of the word, not a, a hearer. consultant Cons- that's it. Consultants, wow. wow, be a doer of the word, not a hearer only, because yeah. then the Bible says you deceive yourself.
2: Yeah, Mass, I I, I think that. Here's the cool part on that. It's not a heavy thing. This is what we've been longing for. You can only get yeah. coached up so long. I really believe that there's a longing inside of people that are out there today, that there's something in you. It's so funny because during this time, we've talked about the alcoholism yep. going up. 100%. Guess what? Guess what? The, the Holy Spirit is beckoning you, and what you've been looking for is is to actually play the game. Yeah. Is is actually to come alive into the adventure, into the, the the significance, into the unknown. Yeah. All of us are longing for this. You don't have to watch a movie to experience that. Right. This is what I tell my kids. I say, hey, listen, I used to tell them, you can watch TV or you can be on TV.
0: Is it... Dude, I, I want to... I didn't interrupt, did I? No, no, <laughs> I, no. I'm, that's something that I'm very passionate about changing in my own life and yes. other people's lives. Yeah. Are you a consumer or a producer? Wow. And and so many people get into this cycle of watching TV yes. hour upon hour upon hour. And they get into this consumption life where it becomes more unfulfilling, more depressing, more anxiety ridden stress. And why? Wow. Because you're not producing in your life. You're not, you're not moving after the the desires that the Lord has placed in your heart and moving forward to, to, to act on those. Instead, you're looking and saying, well, somebody else is doing it. I'll enjoy a fraction of it through their eyes. That's right. So Mm. we enjoy the movie because somebody else, yeah, vicariously, somebody else produced Mm. that movie. Somebody else acted, wrote it filmed it directed it produced it did the audio right there's something in there that we were kind of like I wish I could do that Hmm. and we're watching other people do it and for a moment it's like that's really satisfying to watch them do it but at the same time there's something unsatisfying because it's like i'm not a part of that process i'm not playing the game yeah i'm sorry but every single person who sits on the bench for a sports team there is a big part of them going i wish i could be out there doing it not just watching even when you're earning millions of dollars sitting on the bench right you're still not fully satisfied
2: wow you know and go ahead no that that brought me back to california because we were sitting fine financially yeah and man, I, you want to see a man and, and maybe this will be uh, perhaps a segue where we can talk a little bit about, I wanted to, to cover and maybe it's even another show. I don't know the length, but, but I wanted to talk about some of the, the concepts with Black Lives Matter. But I'll just, I'll just say this, a man must work to feel good about himself. Absolutely. And I'll tell you when we, when I was in that lockdown, our money was fine. I was sitting there, you know, the the uh, some, some stimulus had hit. I it was one of the worst, the worst things. The fact that I could not go out and work mm-hmm. and have the challenge, to have the adversity, to have to get to bed early and get up early and all of that. And, and I I just believe that even on this show, the Holy Spirit is beckoning people. You've been longing to play the game. Yeah. You've been longing through this podcast, and here's what's cool we're not all stars. This is the good part No, we're cool. Yeah. We're literally cool with that. Right? Yeah. Um,
1: and and so, it. yeah, it's funny because Frederick, Frederick Douglass said this, it's not light that we need. You know Frederick Douglass, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, friends of ours are part of the Frederick Douglass Republicans. You guys should look up that organization. It's really good. All About Liberty. Um, it said He said, it's not light that we need, but fire. Mm. It's not the gentle shower that we need, but thunder. We need the storm, the whirlwind, and the earthquake. Mm-hmm. That's what you're asking for when you want revival. Hmm. It's and, not the touch from God. It'll literally shake a nation. Yeah. That's what you're asking. And when it shakes, it's going to expose. Don't be afraid
0: now. Now's the time to push, man. Yeah. And I would say it works from both sides. And this is what hit me about that, that quote. You want to be able to cause the earthquake mm. in the society <laughs> for the Lord. Right. But it's also the earthquake that moves the person who hasn't moved yet. ooh
1: that's good it's not yeah. the breeze dude it's not the little shake. it's the mm. earthquake
0: that yeah. ends up moving the person into action i like that you mm. start running out of your house when you feel an 8.0 earthquake right <laughs> california you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> so it, it works on both ends it's yeah. the sure does, major shake-up sure that helps move people <laughs> yep but then people can want to make a major shakeup, right? Mm, and there yep, can be yep. a shakeup that moves you to produce a good shakeup, you know? And that's, we have to remember that we have to start somewhere. Yep, and yep. I, yeah. I think that's kind of the lesson that we're drawing from this is like, you have somewhere to start. Yeah. And it's, it's activity. And, and like we were talking about in terms of churches closing their doors, there, we have to let go of what's behind us, we have to let go of the old comfort. Right. And when Christ tells us pick up your cross and follow me, what he's basically saying is you have to leave everything behind. Wow. You have to set it all back and you have to pick up the cross and start walking with me. And, guys, and yeah. that is like sermon upon sermon of the mm. symbolism of that idea. But you can't carry much if you're carrying a cross. Exactly, exactly. No.
1: And again, guys, you know, we're 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 so honored to have Roman here and, and obviously we're here every Saturday, Thursdays too. But my bad. Uh, I Did you not do it again <laughs> Shush, this man. Shut your mouth, man. But guess oh, what? I'll take We've it got over an, this no, no, week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do it. I just keep... For, I Because I'm with the kids, man. Don't blame me. I'm with my children. I'm it's waiting, all about the kiddies. I'm, I'm waiting to
0: do it. And you keep saying, I'll do it. I think I'll do it. And I'm like, I'll do it. Guys, You're like, no, I'll s- do
1: it. <laughs> but I got some exciting news here. Uh, not this Thursday, but the following. We're going to have Heidi St. John join us on the on the podcast. Yep. Um, she I got to know her in Orlando here a couple weeks ago. And... Um, I'd never heard of her before and, and I'd heard her name. I just had never heard of her. Yeah, I've heard uh, that name too. She, she's a fireball man and, and you know, reminded me a lot of us, very kindred yeah. uh, and she she's just a doer. Uh, she's, she's I mean, very knowledgeable in scripture, uh, but really gives a lot of hope. And so we're gonna have her on, which is really exciting. So look for that. We'll make some posts about it here real soon. Um, but listen, our, our mottos live liberated. And But I wanna read you this quote from James Wilson. He was a politician, but he said this, without liberty, Law loses its nature and its name and becomes oppression. Listen to the next part. Without law, liberty also loses its nature and its name and becomes sin.
0: Amen. Mm. Which is You oppressive. need to have
1: the word and the spirit. You, when we're talking about liberty, if you don't know the law, you can't have proper liberty. Yep. You can't. And you can't, you can't have liberty if you abuse the law. Wow, you see what I mean. So there's got to be this this word in the spirit. There has to be a mixture of law and liberty. This has to law and grace works together when you do it the right
0: way. And no matter what, you're serving something. So Ooh, you're, come you're, on. you're yeah. either serving the That's Lord, it. and there's a freedom in that service. Yeah, or you're serving sin, and you're a slave to sin. And I think people think, oh, well, if I'm free, I can do whatever I want. And then I'm truly free, right? I can go out and do whatever I want. But isn't it funny how quickly sin controls up, you and handles up. you? And it's, and it's,
2: yep. And
0: we're teaching our impressive. kids, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. Where do we get our ideas? Because now now the arrogance of man to, to come, and now we're not even sure what a man is. No. We're not even sure what a woman is. <laughs> L- like we're see if we don't get our ideas from the Word of God, that are tried and true and proven, yeah. right? I'd like to learn from Solomon. I'd like to learn from David. These are the people that I would like to speak to me. Yep. Totally get it. Totally get
0: it. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Roman, you get closing thought, and then I'll I'll outro us. So one last thought for the people. Anything you want to speak out to them before we close? They may take our lives. (laughs) They'll never take take our (laughs) freedom! (laughs) Wow.
2: Wow. Well, it's been such a pleasure to be here. Um, This is the beginning of a journey that I believe everybody, that God is beckoning everyone to come and be a part of. This is the time. This is the season to get into the game. Absolutely. Dude, exciting,
0: man. I love it. So, guys... Once again, we are the self-evident truth podcast. You can always find us here Saturdays, 7 p.m. Before we close, I want you guys to hit the share button. I want to share. Come on, share, share, it, share, 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 The more followers
1: it. we get, the more the message gets yeah. out there and it's the going to reach world. different areas of the world. Yep. And and we're already getting some really cool responses on, on different platforms. And um, and,
0: uh, and be sure to go to YouTube sign on and subscribe to us yes. hit the
1: notification bell but what else are we on we're on we're on the we're, podcast app we're on apple yeah. itunes we're on uh, spotify, spotify we're on uh, youtube bitshoot bitshoot we're on all these different platforms so don't be afraid to go out there and research those also Um, We have a new website coming out, hopefully in a week here, man. It looks pretty dope too, man. I'm excited. Can't wait. So theselfevidenttruth.com, when you guys get a chance, that's our old site right now. We'll let you know when the new one comes up. Uh, And our new product just came out. Again, guys, all that helps support the podcast, helps us support, uh, helps support us going out to doing these events because let's be honest here, COVID hit a lot of people. So if you guys have it, Mm. uh, please support us. Become a monthly sponsor. Be be a torchbearer for us. That's what our monthly sponsorship is. uh campaign is called Torchbearers. Uh, you'll be a part of the Torchbearer Society with some really cool perks. Um, we have that Government versus God um, curriculum out right now. It's for $39. It's $60 off if you have the promo code COVID. So you guys can get all that on uh, theseselfevident.teachable.com. Uh, the Self-Evident Truth. I'm sorry, .teachable.com. Uh, and then also we're, we're creating a new curriculum called Church Liberated for your pastors and for mm. church people. And we're going to go through Romans 13, 1 Peter 2, Titus 3. We're going to go through the law. We're going to go through uh, the 501c3 thing. So we're going to hit it piece by piece by piece to give people answers because when you have the truth, you can stand on it firm. So I know I just spit a lot of stuff out there. So rewind this because you're going to want to support us. I'm serious. We're not asking for your support so we can sit down. We're literally going out and doing what we're called to do. And I'm not afraid to ask when I know it's for the Lord. Yeah. When I know it's for God, I don't care. You can get mad at me all you want, but I know it's for the Lord. And we're doing it uh, to the best of our ability. So we love you guys very much. And uh, Mike, you close us out. (laughs) Sorry, I had to take over. I'll shut up now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We love you very much. Roman, thank you so much for coming out tonight. All right, guys. You have a great night. This is The Self-Evident Podcast. Love you guys. Have a good night.